Welcome to the Iconic Talk Show in conversation with Shonak Mukashi, founder of Shonak Mukashi Real Estate LLP. Welcome on board, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really great pleasure to be here. Let's start off with a question on your journey. Please, can you kindly share your journey with Shonak Mukashi Real Estate LLP? Sure. Uh, well, it's been uh, over 15 years that I've been into corporate real estate, working with uh, top what you call international property consultants (ICCs) as we call them. Kushman Wakefield, CBRE, and JLL. So, right. in a span of 15 years, I've handled the top uh, Fortune 500 companies, real estate across uh, accounts across uh, 10 nations. Wow. Um, and in the, uh, some of the clients which I've handled, being Citibank, Deutsche Bank, Bank of America, uh, Xerox India Limited, Diageo, right. uh, APAC account, including China, and many more. Right. Um, in a career spanning 15 years, I have uh, leased or transacted commercial space more than 2.4 million that is 24 lakh square feet across 10 cities in india and sold more than 70 crore of top real estate incredible across, thank you so much across six cities in india so um while i've worked across the country uh, i've come into contact with many of the top landlords found many of the emerging trends etc right that uh, when i realized there is a gap for a need for a fractional real estate to be made popular amongst masses right. and also the need for focusing on hotels which are typically in the tier two tier three cities right. and also in the exotic scenic locations which are untapped right so i sense this opportunity when uh, during my 15 year journey and always had that thing on my mind that i will do something on my own right so i just decided to focus on this niche category Right. Uh, what prompted you to get into the hotel industry and the hospitality industry by the name of Shonak Mukashi Real Estate LLP? Sure. Uh, great. Uh, well, uh, Shonak Mukashi Real Estate LLP, the reason being that I always wanted to be an individual brand. Right. Uh, especially in a service oriented industry. Okay, it is all about individual branding. Absolutely. Like, like you see uh, most fashion brands, etc., they go by name. Right. My education has been predominantly in the hospitality industry. Right. Uh, then done my hotel management, then my double masters from Australia. Wow. So I have doubled in hospitality and my in double masters I've done in hospitality and uh, marketing. So I've already worked in the hospitality industry for more than seven, eight years. Right. So that's when uh, I had developed that keenness uh, to be again rooted to the same industry. Um, especially after coming back from Australia and working in Middle East for almost six years in hospitality uh, and again coming back 15 years in the corporate real estate, right. I uh, realized that uh, there is a need for, as I said, fractional real estate ownership, right. focusing on fractional real estate ownership, then number two pre-lease uh, assets advisory and third is buying and selling of hotels. Right. Post-pandemic, there is a tremendous scope uh, because when during uh, of my uh, few months research, I found right. more than 100 hotels plus 100 plus hotels across India, which are in tier 2, tier 3 and all these exotic locations right. where we go for vacations, uh, which are per sale. And these hotels are doing exorbitantly well. Only yeah. thing is, as an individual, they cannot hold on to the two years of pandemic, right. bearing such higher losses. True. So I focused, I decided to typically tap this market uh, because there's a good scope of hotel operators coming into India right. focusing on budget hotels and in particular hotels in the vacation category, right. vacation homes category or vacation hotels category. Right. So that's where I uh, totally decided 
let me get into this. Right. So the micro niche is buying and selling of hotels micro across niche. India. Yes, buying and selling of hotels and fractional real estate ownership. Wow. It's yeah. a lovely combination. Yes. In the real estate segment. Yes, it's a very niche combination. Usually you will hear consultants working in the real estate domain, in right. commercial space or any other warehousing, etc. etc. But someone focusing on special specifically uh, hotels buying and selling and fractional ownership is something new because no one focuses or exploited that kind of class right. as a class. Right. So, you rightly mentioned that in tier 2 and tier 3 cities that the sure. hotels are completely there out for buying. Sure. Don't you think that the G20 presidency of India and the travel boost which India has got, the tourism boost rather, which India has got, it's adding to the uh, hotel industry buying and selling of real estate properties? Fantastic. You touched upon a very important point, Nirali. Uh, to be very honest, this has definitely boosted a lot, lot of tourism, especially uh, bringing in much of uh, what you call uh, much of vigor and enthusiasm among the hotel operators right plus uh, in the past few months if you've seen uh, there is a tremendous exodus of tourism happening in india right. inbound as well as outbound tourism both of them both of them right uh, today you book any uh, weekend destinations anywhere they're almost full in this in these days all the, the year around they're completely full completely full right so um, the good thing is all these hotels which i focus on I typically focus on hotels which are typically between 25 to 50 rooms and under 50 CR category. The reason being that uh, hotel business is a very capital intensive game. Right. Okay. Because investing into an asset, a payback, a return on investment, it's a very long haul game wherein is a waiting period. And right. hotel thrives on two aspects. One is occupancy and one is a food and beverage business. Absolutely. The occupancy being the very critical aspect. Right. Because that's your heart and your uh, F&B business, which equally contributes to this thing. Right. I have observed in this tier two, tier three, and vacation, uh, what you call scenic location hotels, right. they do exceedingly well in terms of occupancy. Only thing, they're not able to sustain these two years of losses because they're individual. Absolutely. That's why they are for sale. Right. So this is an excellent opportunity for an investor because for a 50 crore, it doesn't pinch him that much in terms of Otherwise, buying a big five-star hotel, which is in 200, 300, 400 crores. Right. This thing where the debt and equity becomes a big challenge. Right. And uh, that's where if the hotel does not do well, then you fall back on a stressed situation. Right. So these kind of aspects I have always taken into consideration. And that's how I got into this. Absolutely. Brilliant micro niche. Because Thank let you. me share this with you. That Kechi Dham. Have you heard of Kechi Dham yes. at uh, Nainital? Yes. When Neem Karoli Baba resides? Yes. Yes. It's such a scenic city Beautiful. in the valley of Nainital there yes. and the hotels around Kechi Dham are all sole proprietor, just the way you said, individual owners and they're up for sale because Absolutely. they can't sustain the COVID losses which they have faced, yes. the two years of losses which COVID has given them. So I completely resonate when you say that the scenic locations of India are really the hotels yes. are doing absolutely well, but they need a boost and yeah. they need people like you to absolutely come up there and understand the problem and understand how they can sustain now with a new outlook of buying and selling of the hotels. Absolutely. It just, it just uh, very well point you have touched upon uh, Nainital uh, location as well. Uh, because there, most of the hotels are individual proprietorship owned. Right. Uh, but the hotels are exceedingly living well. Absolutely. They're full completely. They will, I mean, it's just a right professionalism or right, uh, uh, what you call, 
uh, someone, a consultant who can guide them in the right manner, right. link them with the right hotel chain, link them with the right buyer, etc. That is all that is needed. Absolutely. Uh, this comes with my 15 years plus experience in corporate real estate because we are taught to work in a process oriented manner. Absolutely. Systems are put in place in the yes, real estate industry. Absolutely. absolutely. At Shanak Mukashi Real Estate LLP, what is your business model, sir? Sure. Um, let me explain. Uh, very good question. So, Shaunak Mokashi Real Estate LLP is just uh, the, the, the just one year old uh, out uh, what you call firm, wherein um, we focus on three aspects in real estate, three asset classes. Number one, uh, fractional real estate ownership. Right. Number two, buying and selling of hotels. Right. And number three, pre-lease asset ownership. Now, let me let me dwell upon each of them sure. to make it very clear and make it uh, very uh, easy for everyone to understand right. what it means and how it is beneficial in general for everyone. Right. What is fractional real estate ownership? Fractional is basically you own a fraction of property out of a big commercial space, right. out, out of a hotel, etc., which I focus on. Right. Typically, uh, any commercial space in India was always a... a dominated by or, or is still dominated by top landlords and developers in the country who leads to fortune 500 companies but if you think anyone who's got ambition anyone who wants to invest they could think beyond it because it's in gross right thank you so much to the income what the advent of fractional real estate ownership platforms in india this has paved a new way for investing right. a typical traditional real estate owning asset in residential, commercial, etc., would give you yields or ROI not more than four or five percent, or higher four percent, three to four percent. In fractional real estate ownership, the your ROI is almost more than seven point five, going up to ten percent wow. annually. There's a gap there. There's a huge gap, and wow. there's a need to educate. What I'm doing is basically educating the masses, educating the professionals, educating every class. Right. For this, because the best thing in fractional ownership is you don't need big money. Right. You, you fractional ownership is basically you have a grade A building across India, which right. is identified, which is purchased by the aggregator. Right. They own uh, basically it is it can be a single floor, it can be multiple floors, right. or can be an entire building depending upon what the asset is. Right. So basically, you come in as a fractional owner of that space. Okay. Okay. You earn monthly rent proportionate to your. Uh, investment right the best thing on exit which is projected because the leases run from five to ten years whenever the projected you want capital appreciation like any traditional real estate wherein you buy and sell it at a profit right here the best thing are the four usps four usps for it number one hassle-free tenant management because you don't have to worry about getting right. a tenant there's a fortune 500 company occupied locked in for a good amount of years Right. Number two, no maintenance issues. Number three, no property tax. Number four, very important thing is you don't have to worry while selling to look out for a tenant because when you invest into a fractional real estate, right. there are hundreds of people who have invested it. So whenever you want to sell your share, share. you just right. have to project it on the platform and you will slap it on. Absolutely. Plus, the best thing is your ROI. Why would you want? I, I, appeal to everyone to understand what it is and educate. I can do a right kind of education that you can get it from anyone else, right. but understand what this asset class is about because some somewhere the psyche has to change in India right. that traditional real estate is the best. Right. So that is what I do in fractional real estate. 
Binance and hotels are typically identifying 50 CRM below hotels, right. typically 25 to 50 rooms in exotic locations, unique locations, tier 2, tier 3 city right. levels. In so, Jammu Kashmir might be a good uh, Jammu state Kashmir, for you? Yeah, presently, um, I'm just waiting for the legality aspects to understand right. government uh, regulations, etc., because right. there is a cap on certain states right. um, despite opening up it up. Right. So, I'm focusing on Goa, which is my biggest bet, wow. um, uh, Gujarat. Rajasthan, Kerala, Tamil Nadu, Madhya Pradesh. I have ex explored all the locations. I'm working with partners across the country, right. and that is how we work on it. Right. You've pinned the right cities right now, yes, and the right states. Thank you so much. Yeah. And coming to the entire real estate industry, the ROI which you're talking about in the fractional real estate, the ROI is seven point five percent is what you said. There's a bare minimum seven point five percent. On an average, it works out to. Presently, I have two asset classes which I'm working on. Annual ROI average over a period of time is more than nine percent. Wow, that's a lot of money which is coming into the real Absolutely. estate market. And for the people who are investors, basically, the investor will be in a win-win situation. Out Absolutely. Here. And just a twenty-five lakh investment, you don't have to worry about it. It's just twenty-five lakh investment. It's like any one can just think about it. Right. And like crores of rupees investing into buying a traditional real estate. So yeah. that's the beauty about it. I like your micro niche. It's absolutely fantastic Thank because you. nobody is aware of this, you know, micro niche in the real estate yes. industry and the awareness which you're generating to the uh, real estate industry sector, yes. to the youth rather, yes. would, and to the, of course, investors is something yes. which is incredible. Thank you so much. Right. Or what are your USPs and why clients prefer coming to uh, Sean of Mukashi Real Estate LIP? Very good question. Okay, that is the main core of your business, my business, right. or any business. So I work on a model which is called R-O-T-T, so ROIT, so basically what R -O is R-O-E-T-T, R-O-I-E-T-T, right. right, I call it as a ROIT, so right. if you okay. spell it, if you just, just spell it out, it is ROIT, right. so Understood. I'll explain you how it works on, this is my own uh, invented model, how it works, wow. so ROI, that is your every, every investment, return on investment, return on investment for right. fractional ownership, or it may be for hotels, or it may be for previous assets. My only focus is ROI because that's why that's what any investor looks at. Absolutely. And in, what is the investor worried about? Is the investor worried about his capital safety? Absolutely. The capex. Capex. That's it. That is the only aspect we are worried about. An ROI. Num, num, uh, number two. Okay. Ethics. ROI. And then E stands for ethics. I've always believed and worked on the principle of ethics. Ethical right. management should be a lesson in Indian schools, I believe. Because oh, I so resonate with this. It's the entire fundamental thing which I think every student must be taught in must. any segment of education. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Ethics is something which is so important. It's very important, especially in the real estate market after right. so many regulations coming in, after Arera and everything, still it is perceived as a very, uh, I should not say, but it is perceived as something when things are not going wrong, uh, the right way. So, ethics is one of the backbone of my uh, working style. Trust and transparency. I always believe working with trust and transparency with yeah. all stakeholders, maybe clients, maybe every single person involved in that deal or transaction. Right. Authenticity. Broker, authenticity. Integrity. Be very, very, very honest and open with everyone. Right. Things not happening. Be very transparent, say things are not happening. Why not happening? What is the time frame required for it to be okay. open happen? So one needs to be very 
absolutely transparent, ethical, and especially from investor standpoint of view, ROI driven. So that is my backbone for my work. May it be with clients and may it be with the brokers whom I work across the country. Right. I work on a principle of uh, two words: collaborate and expand, com or compete and diminish. So I only work right. on collaborate and expansion. Pan India, right. I've been working across only and only consultant brokers. Right. And usually, a consultant or broker is perceived as a competition because they are very scared to work with another broker. Absolutely, I developed that comfort in that. Right. So that is the relationship building. Relationship building. Absolutely, fundamental in fundamental. any business. Absolutely. Because people are going to do business with whom they trust and they know. Absolutely, and this is a this is the era of collaboration and expansion. Absolutely, Simple. collaborations, events, partnerships. Absolutely, yeah, that's all. How are you bridging the gap between real estate and hospitality industry? Very good question, uh, Ravi. In fact, um, uh, especially after pandemic, okay, with pandemic, it has given way for, as I said, almost hundreds of hotels. Available for sale in India. Right now, um, at least I'm talking about hotels buying and selling aspects. Right. Uh, so basically, what happens is there's a need to educate because hotel and buying, buying and selling, not everyone does in India. There are a few players who do in India as consultants right. and do in a very transparent, process-oriented manner. I jumped right. into this aspect because I wanted to bridge that gap. First and foremost, most important thing is educate. Unless until you educate uh, an investor, may it be for a hotel buyout, or may it be for fractional real estate, or may it be for failures. First, it, it most important is educating him on the entire model how it works. Second aspect is most important thing is develop that comfort with the client. Very important, right. Right? and also the consultant or the broker, what you call it as. Third thing important, be very firmly grounded, know your market absolutely well. Every single, I go to every single city in the country, wherever I'm supposed to sell hotel. Across I, India? Across India. I work, I wow. spend almost three to five days a week there, studying the entire market, the pros, cons, every single aspect of it. Right. Only then when I'm convinced, then I sit across the table with the, the consultants. consultants, the owners, Right. So, uh, this becomes very easy because uh, when you are aware of the ground facts of how the hospitality industry is going to work, how the market is going to respond to you, right. it helps me to bridge that gap. Education is the most important thing, even for a hotel owner who is selling or may it be a 25 lakh rupees investor for fractional ownership, you need to educate them right. right. Once you educate them right, once you understand that difference between what is the inventory available in the market and what is the demand. Right. It's very easy to bridge the gap. And I'm telling you, collaboration helps you. I mean, you can't even think. It just happens that you get your uh, you, the problems which you uh, in, uh, interface and they're just resolved. Right. So collaborations are all about relationships at the end of the day. Yes. So I completely resonate when you say collaborations because collaborations are the fundamental stone yes. in you know building relationships. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So what are the challenges that you face um, in the industry? Uh, I'll break this question into two parts. One right. is the client challenge and the second is the consultant or the broker challenge. Right. Okay. In the fractional real estate segment, this aspect of client because here I'm dealing with professionals, for doctors, 
professional who are uh, uh, engineers, professional who are pilots, professionals who are every single class in the society. Okay. You name the category, average, mathematicians, anyone, any single cat, uh, what you call profession, uh, I've reached out to them. So important thing is educating them. Right, bringing the awareness. Bringing awareness about why they, sh what is the difference between a traditional real estate investing and a fractional real estate investing. Right. What are the pros of it? What are the cons of it? And how the numbers for fractional real estate go from out of 10 to a traditional real estate out of 10. Right. So this is very important for them to educate the importance of hassle-free transaction in a fractional real estate versus typical psyche of traditional real estate. Right. Yeah, I'm not to saying brokers. To the brokers or to direct uh, interface. Right. The only aspect is you need to educate. Once they're educated, they understand it, it's done. Second aspect is, in, my biggest challenge is when I work Pan India for hotels buying and selling, the importance, most important aspect or challenge that comes to me is the making the brokers or the consultants, local consultants aware of it because they are not aware of how things work. They are worried that if they share information with me, they will lose the deal. Right. So giving them the comfort level, bringing them to that speed, bringing them, giving them the right kind of education right. of how it works. Okay. First and foremost, what I do is the comfort level to them. Right. Bring them at peace that you are going to earn out of it. True. You're going to earn out of it and not only earn out of it, you're going to learn out of it and we're going to work for another five transactions ahead. That is the concept I want to add. I just don't wow. want to want to work one on one hand. I right. just want to develop a good relationship. Long-term relationship. Long-term relationships across India right. so that it's a collaborative approach. True. We, they should also grow. Everyone should grow. Everyone Absolutely. Should grow. Everyone should grow. Right. So that helps me overcome that challenges. But yes, right. educating is a big challenge. And Fortunately, I would not say I'm an expert, but due to my 15 years corporate real estate experience, I've been able to Incredible, incredible. Right. So what is your roadmap with Shonak Mukashi Real Estate LLP in 2023? Sure. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, it's been just a one year outfit. Right. Uh, so what my particular roadmap for uh, 2023 for uh, I'll break, break it down into asset classes for a fractional real estate ownership is I want to diversify to more asset classes, warehousing, right. student housing, then there's vacation homes. Right. Many aspects I want to explore because clients have been asking for it. Are there any other avenues, etc. into it? So this is what first aspect. I'm developing more collaborations and partnerships right. across um, continents because it is also important for the NRI class reaching out to more NRIs right. for them to invest. Reaching the clientele across the borders. Across the borders. Right. That is my second roadmap because your revenues and your numbers will automatically come in once your uh, right. strategy is clear. Uh, number three aspect, especially in hotels buying and selling is I'm reaching out to many hotel operators who have come in into India who are looking at budget segment and the right. uh, what you call vacation hotel segment. Right. So I'm tapping onto them. I have an identified set of investors would fit into certain categories. So I have bu bucket of assets, fractional ownership, hotels, etc. Whenever a requirement comes in, I just place them into the right gap. Right. The gap. So my roadmap is very clear. I want to expand, collaborate enormously by the end right. of this year so that I can establish a good foothold across India. Right. And second thing, diversify across asset classes. Wow. 
Incredible. Thank you so much. So what is the uh, message you want to give the youth who want to enter the real estate market and the uh, hospitality industry? Very good. This is most important. It is not a game of just money. Number one, trust, transparency, ethics, TTE. These are the backbones of your work standards in any industry, as I said, but in real estate right. industry, very important. Okay, you have to adopt that as your daily daily working atmosphere or your daily working standard. Right. Okay. As long as you are firmly grounded, you should be involved or you should be talking to every single stakeholder involved in any transaction and engagement. Right. That is the only thing that would help you to put your best foot forward and move and grow in a methodical manner. Well said, That's well said, because the youth of today really need to understand what yes. you just said, ethics, transparency yes. and trust. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Mr. Mukashi, for your valuable time and thank you for being at the Iconic Talk Show. Thank you. It's really wonderful being here and uh, I hope uh, this uh, I hope it's a great collaboration. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you.